What is up, everybody? Not much. What's up? How are we doing tonight? Doing well. How are you doing? I am doing kind of like this. You can't see what I'm doing. No. <laughs> are you striking a cool pose? You want to tell us about it? Or were you like sobbing into your hands? Maybe I'll leave it up to the imagination. <laughs> Gross, John. <laughs> so for this session, what do you, how do you guys feel about casting light on Flora's lance and chucking her down the well? What, what? No, we're, we're leaving town. <laughs> <laughs> but you're the only one that'll fit without getting scraped on the side. Yeah, but we're leaving. Goodbye. No more well. Kids <laughs> have a uh, history with wells, I guess. And throwing Flora down them. <laughs> okay, fine. We won't throw you down the well. We'll throw you down the other well. No! <laughs> oh, shit. Ozil and Flora are tied for favorite character on Facebook. This means we have to wrestle. I'm going to change my vote. <laughs> How many votes? Um, one, two, three, four, five. Five each. Oh, five. Oh, okay. Hey, that's decent engagement. I voted for Daisy. <laughs> I can unvote Flora. Yeah. Fine. I'll, I'll vote for Ozil instead. <laughs> I voted for everybody. Turn the tide. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we, we, that was very fair of you two. Although I did notice that um, my husband voted for me and Surat's girlfriend voted for him. And I feel like those don't count. <laughs> <laughs> and Jed also voted for everybody, whoever Jed is. Jed, my friend, my Jed. That's my Jed. <laughs> we love Jed. Well, Jed voted for everybody. I'm telling well, he's good. not allowed. <laughs> he's not allowed to like everyone. That's mean. He has to choose. We're trying to start shit. <laughs> I think the system is rigged. I don't remember getting to vote in the primary to decide who was going to be in this vote. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I tried to add South Park as an option. It was on there for a bit. Somebody took it off. That must have been Ryan. Well, yeah, why I did take that off. Why did you add it? Because I wanted to. South Park? South Park. I don't even get it. Me neither. That's okay. It's uh, like a community reference. Oh. San Diego has a South Park. Oh. For sure everyone's favorite character is Safar E-Man. Yeah. We playing or uh, what are we doing, John? Yeah. So, when we last left off, you guys were getting the hell out of Dodge, leaving the town of Cortaud after being a little weirded out by the place. And, yeah, I think uh, we'll just pick it right up with you guys heading out of town in the morning, uh, unless there's anything else you want to do. Yeah, I think that's where we left. We were all loaded up and leaving. Somebody suggested we throw Flora down a well, and no. I second that. No. Yeah. Somebody. What were what were the poll results on that? <laughs> there were only two votes, and they were both four throwing yeah. Flora down the well. And then four votes for South Park, <laughs> for some reason. That's so funny that the troll that Ryan was trying to prevent was John. <laughs> it is funny, but it's no surprise. <laughs> Here we are on the morning of Gozren the 4th. <laughs> heading out of Cortaud. Who put the like Back. six more decks on top of that town? That was not me. 
I don't know. It looks like your handwriting. It's, it's not. <laughs> Somebody copy pasted it. It had to be you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're you almost immediately out of town across the Lesser Mortre River for a nice stone bridge, and you're following along. The foothills of the Tusk Mountains, still. Heading north along this river. So this is going to take us like two days? Looks like about two days time to get to Leopardstead. What's the traveling look like this morning? Uh, you guys do anything while you're riding? Uh, any dialogue? Yeah, I think we are in the same carts. We've kind of got a riding order that we're used to now. So Flora's sitting next to the newly bald Stormac, and she's like uncharacteristically like awkward and quiet. She's like not trying to race or anything. <laughs> it's like so. Uh, I like your haircut. Thank you, Flora. He gets up and moves to the back of the cart. <laughs> that that just makes her more stubborn and goes. So is it just getting too long? A little too warm? <laughs> He's sitting like sideways with his like his left leg dangling out of the cart and uh sitting in the back there. It's like uh, it does feel good with the heat. Yes. Ever tried it? Uh no, I've never shaved my head. But uh the people that I know that have usually uh going through something. You okay? I have shaven my head, or had my head shaven by that barber as a the symbol of a new time, a, a, a mark in my life. Oh, what's the occasion? I murder people now. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he uh, takes a moment uh, of silence and, and, and thought. He looks back down the road to the south and takes a big breath and he says, It's personal. Oh. Okay. But thank you for asking, dear friend Flora. Yeah, well, just, you know, if you ever want to talk... <laughs> She's, like, super awkward about it. She's, like, looking up at the sky, not, not making eye contact, and just kind of... Yeah, he's looking away from her. They have, like, the backs of their heads to each other, and he he's kind of reaches up and, and touches his, his newly shaven head uh, a little awkwardly, and, and uh, yeah, maybe, maybe they go for an hour of silence or something. <laughs> um, what about from the other cart? Uh, Sid's gonna be kind of like going through the books in the cart, trying to find something on the uh, orcs of the Tusk Mountains and the hold of Belson. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that that hole. <laughs> That's the thing. That's what it's called. Faux show. Sidriel, something has been bothering me since the last time those orcs came together. And, uh, something. Do you speak orc? Do you understand what he was saying to me? Oh, I mean, 
Mostly fluent. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got the gist of it. No need to be coy, Sidriel. If you could understand us, you could understand us. But what he was saying is just... has been really wearing on me this entire time. The last time I've seen orcs come together is... under the Whispering Tyrant. Uh, do you know what I'm referring to? I've, I've heard the stories. They took on the, the banner of, of Tarbophon, and I think that was the last time the Whispering Way ran across Ustalov. It's a big war all about it. Yes, yes, yes. Some scary times, Sidriel. It's very scary times. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, we know the Whispering Way is active again. Do you think there's something bigger afoot? Well, I can only hope that there isn't, but there's no way to know for sure. It's best to keep our eyes peeled for signs and Hope, beyond hope, that Phrasma can guide our hand in a slaying whatever might be trying to raise that Tarbafon. Uh, Kendra's in the cart with you guys, and it's, she's like, do you really think that could be what they're up to? That's bringing back some monster that lived thousands of years ago. It seems unlikely. Two months ago, how likely did you think it was to see the dead rise up and walk around your village? Well, I knew that was possible. Guess I didn't expect it in my home, but I suppose you're right. Not all that different, I suppose. Never say never. Ultimately, it was really said that his phylactery was hidden by Urgothoa. Not even the gods could locate it. So who knows? There's no way that the Whispering Way could actually break the Great Seal holding Tarbafon in there, but stranger things have happened. Weren't they back in Ravengrove practicing breaking seals? Like that writing on the prison? Well, you have to start somewhere, I suppose. Yeah, I'm afraid that makes it maybe much more likely. Yeah, I, I think it's just connecting the dots that, like, okay, if they can construct some kind of ritual or, or runic system that is able to break a binding on the prison, yeah. you know, just extrapolate that out, get stronger wizards, and bada bing, bada boom, you got a Tarbophon on your hands. <laughs> and that's exactly how Sid explains it. Kendra's kind of, like, uncharacteristically quiet. So I guess what, what Sid will be looking for in the books is uh, either stuff on who specifically got the orcs together, if there is any history on that, or books on, like, binding magic or breaking seals and stuff like that. Right on. While you're traveling, you see a number of people on the road. There's more and more, like, farmlands start to show up again once you start getting down towards the end of these foothills. And towards the end of the day, uh, you notice a large group of wagons, about nine wagons in a circle off, just off the side of the road. Uh, it looks like, yeah, there's, like, tents and stuff set up around them. It looks like the ideal camping spot. Right, yeah, they got it first. Do they look like they're one unit, like all their wagons match? Yeah, they are similarly colored, black and purple, and kind of uh, unique. Are they flying flags or anything like that? 
Uh, no, you don't see any flags. You know, signs, symbols, banners, etc. Are you gonna come up next to it? Oh, so how far down the road is it? I would say you could see it a ways away before you would reach it. Sid will offer to scout it. Kendra, perhaps I could borrow your broom again and, you know, I can just put a little bit of invisibility on myself and see what's up over there. Sid will kind of shout whisper over to the other wagon. Do do you guys want me to go check it out? Are there people? Can we see people as well? Or is it so far that we can't tell? Yes, Sid, go check it out. Be careful. Yeah, you don't see people right away. Uh, the, the, The wagons are kind of like in a circle. I'll go with you. I'm not going to let our squishy little Sid go by himself. Well, Sid was going to hop on the flying mop and turn himself invisible. Oh, okay, then I won't go with you. (laughs) I I guess you can borrow it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll bring it back. Just don't break it or scuff it up or anything. Like, 70% sure it's going to come back in the same condition it left in. Okay, bye. <laughs> I mean, so let me ask, because Sid, Sid would know how his magic works. I assume because I'm, like, using that as a magic item in my possession, it turns invisible when I turn invisible. It would turn invisible. Alright, well, activate the arcane ring. So, hop on the on the broom, activate the arcane ring, boppity shboppity, let's get this mop moving, I think is the command word. <laughs> what was it? I think it was like Great Googly Moogly or something. It was something very uh, Kendra. I'm pretty sure it's going to change every time. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you fly up. You got five minutes. Yeah, and I've got about four minutes of invisibility to get there and back. Right on. Um, yeah, you fly up over the camp. Yeah, I'd probably be like a good hundred feet in the air. Start there. Okay. And how far away are, is everybody else? I, I don't know. How far back did we stop? I don't think we really said. Well, that's exactly how far back we are. Zero feet. <laughs> yes, we have we have joined the same point in time as them. We are within the same space. We are occupying their bodies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've broken the rules of physics and of Pathfinder. So like a couple hundred feet. Okay. Yeah. 200 feet. Sidriel, as you fly over this camp, there are a number of people there. You see some of them, noticeably from up here, have three arms. What? Uh, They seem to be dressed in normal clothing. There's one character in, like, a crushed velvet suit and pinstripe pants and a red top hat who is dressed a little bit more extravagant than the rest of them. Is three arms a common thing? Is this is this something that I should be recognizing? It's not like a thing. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I'll fly down a little closer, maybe like four, uh, 50 feet up off the ground. Okay. I get a closer look, see if there's anything of interest in the camp that... Maybe give some more insights, or if I can overhear what they're talking about. I assume there's a bunch of people, I assume they're probably chatting. Alright, um... Uh, can you see the new map there? Sure can. Oh, it's a freak show. Once you get a little closer, you see there's a pair of similarly dressed, odd-looking women crying really loud as this tall, voluptuous woman with a long beard seems to be, like, consoling them. What the fuck? You see what looks like a boy 
but he's completely covered in hair. Looks like he's eating out of a bowl. The two men with three arms, who are dressed in like just nice civilian clothing, are joined by a man with three legs, and uh, they begin to juggle with each other, throwing bean bags back and forth to each other. A circus. Okay, yeah, I think I've seen enough to, to get the gist. I mean, is, is a traveling circus something that's common? I don't know how common it is, a Galarian. Like, is it something I would recognize as like, oh, this looks to be like a, a midway act for a traveling circus? You do, on this lower pass, get view of one of the, the inner sides of the wagon, and you do see it's painted in purple lettering over this black wooded wagon. The Crooked Kin. Ustalov's greatest traveling cabinet of curiosities. Okay, I think Sid has seen enough to have an idea of what's going on here. He'll fly back to the team. Right. So when he gets back, is well, it seems to be a uh, just a group of differently able travelers. Well, should we say hi? Should we make camp with them? Or avoid them. Well, they said they had a cabinet of curiosities, and I'm curious. Sounds great. Off we go. Are they, are they like, stopped in the road or next to the road? They're, like, next to the road. So we can just pass by. Mm-hmm. Is, is it time to camp? Have we traveled a full day? Uh, yeah, it's about the time you would be looking for a campsite, probably. I mean, I don't think it would kill us to stop by and say hi. There was some juggling. I mean, when was the last time we saw some decent entertainment? I, I like that sigil. Might be nice to freshen up the, uh, freshen up the travel. We only got one day and then we'll be in Leopardstad. How, how dangerous could it be? I mean, it seems more fun than being attacked by the dead. <laughs> That's kind of all we've done since we got here. It's true. Strength in numbers. It's a good, good thought, sigil. Alright, so, yeah, you go up and approach the camp? Yeah, I guess so. Since we're heading north, why don't we say that we bring our wagons past their whole camp and park our wagons north of their camp? Okay. Right on. Uh, you park the wagons. Slap that stone of alarm. So, so we kind of do like a drive-by of without the weapons. But yeah, we, we, we ride our wagons past them and then perhaps, you know, give little awkward waves or something, and if it seems like we might be welcome, then, then we park the wagons. Flora's in her car seat in the back. Oh, can we stop? Can we stop? Can we stop? <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever. Car seat, riding saddle, same thing. Car seat in the front. Well, that is not safe. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's true. <laughs> car seat in the driver's Let the baby seat. drive. Yeah. And as you come up on foot... You do notice... I did mention uh, the stone alarm is on our wagon. Sid's not a very trusting person. Right on. Uh, is the old river in the wagons or with you guys? Let's time in, into the wagon for now. Give him a good 15 feet of rope to roam around. Right on. Uh, Kendra would want to come with. No, we tie her up too. <laughs> <laughs> As you get a little closer, that extremely hairy boy comes around the corner from one of the wagons and, like, runs up to you guys on all fours, and he's, like, barking. Daisy, um, immediately runs forward and, like, gets down into a play bow, mm -hmm. you know, with her butt in the air and her tail wagon. She's really excited about it. Uh, does Daisy have, uh, diplomacy? <laughs> 
diplomacy. She has a negative two diplomacy. <laughs> oh, not bad. Could be worse. Or would it be more like a survival? Because it's like an animal thing. Handle animal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd say dog to dog. Well, he's acting like a dog. Uh, it'd be diplomacy. Do you want me to roll? Mm -hmm. All right, sure. Why not? Let's see what happens. She's not being threatening whatsoever. She's wagging her tail. She's having a really good time. Uh, that would be a 10. All right. Yep. The boy's like kind of barking at Daisy as she comes up and kind of stops barking and backs up and is just crouching down like on the ground. It's just like looking at you guys. When the man that I described earlier in the top hat and big poofy pinstripe pants comes up. He's like, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry about that. Uh, come on, WC. Get back now. The little hairy kid backs up. Hey, welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Caleb Hess. Uh, what can I do for you? Would you share this land for the night while we camp? Uh, why, of course. Uh, no reason not to. Uh, actually, uh, he like, kind of looks around at you guys. Like, uh, you look like mighty capable types. So perhaps I could ask for your assistance uh, please come in come into our camp and get you something to drink if you like and uh, yeah he like turns and walks back to the camp expecting you guys to follow him and the overly hairy child like runs after him alright follow reluctantly I suppose what in the fuck did we wander ourselves into <laughs> alright hold on to your wallets folks let's go as you come in you see two women that look like they have very oddly shaped heads, like they're almost smaller than they should be for the size of their body, and they're just crying loudly. And this tall, beautiful woman with a, a huge beard is like consoling them. Caleb Hess turns as he's walking. He's like, please uh, have a seat over here. I, I, do you like uh, alcoholic beverages? Yes, please. Or I can get you some water. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are they okay? Yes, um, that is Poppy and Letty. Um, their sister has actually seemed to have... Uh, well, actually, I think she wandered off into the woods over there. Uh, oh, it's been a few hours now, and it's starting to get dark here, you see. The woods, as in, like, the big-ass forest across the river, or like a smaller patch over here by the hills. It kind of looks like a smaller patch of more swampy kind of area. Okay, so it's not that same enormous forest that everyone warns us about. It's... No. Okay, just clearing that up. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's the forest that no one ever returns from, so they can't warn others about it. Oh, I see. That's better. Maybe it's just really nice in there, and people don't want to come back. Yeah, they just move in. It's fine. People do that all the time. Yeah, so as you came over the last bit of the hills that the road is on, the river to your east and the Shutterwood is past that, but to the north and out of the foothills, the land becomes flatter and there are like spots of wooded areas and it's sort of spots of uh, boggy, swampy area too. Okay. And Flora, you know that Lepidstad butts up to a, a large swamp. The Diplomere Swamp. Diplomere. We didn't expect her to go very far. She likes to pick flowers when we stop, you see, and we got distracted setting up camp, and then before long we just didn't even realize she hadn't been back. 
You must know these lands can be dangerous. Have you sent someone out to find her? Well, that is exactly why I suggested I might ask for your assistance. None of us are very much of the fighting type or even the being able to defend ourselves type, you see. It's like I could possibly take care of myself in lots of situations, but uh, you hear so many stories about these lands out here. I feel like that's begging for a sense motive. <laughs> you did sense motive. 17. Total? Yeah, I have a plus zero. Yep, uh, 17. Uh, you, you think he's being honest? Um, has Flora received an alcoholic beverage yet? <laughs> yeah, he'll bring you, like, a, a mug of ale. He's got the, like, table set up uh, under this overhead tent situation, and there's a small keg of ale on it. Yeah, she's going to start drinking. It has been days since she's had a proper drink. You you said she liked to pick flowers. Do you have any of the flowers that she picked from the area? Might help us figure out where she is. Uh, well, um, she hadn't been back, you see, so she hadn't brought any flowers back. A likely excuse. How long has she been gone? Oh, it's, um, I think it's uh, been... Possibly like three or four hours. Stormax trying to catch the eyes of his party members, and he's trying to like give like subtle nods, like yes, like this is definitely something we should be doing. Uh, but he's trying not to be the speaker for the group. But he's like giving you guys the the, the thumbs up. It's like, Come on, guys, let's be heroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know he wants it. Flora will, like, upend her drink and, and chug it and be like, all right, and drop it down on the table and be like, which way'd she go? He'll go over to the two crying ladies. Like, Poppy, let it now. Now, now these fine young people are going to help us find Elise now. Do you remember which way she went? And they'll stop crying and, like, wipe their faces, their nose, then both point in one direction. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Which direction? <laughs> we go in that direction. <laughs> that way. We go that way. By chance, do you have like a piece of her clothing or anything in from her wagon? Maybe Daisy could pick up the sun? Uh, yes, actually, I, I think we might be able to get that for you. I'll bring back a, a floral bonnet. Do you think you can help us? I, I'd be much obliged. We would owe you more than you know. We will do our best. You know, it's, it's, it is actually very refreshing seeing people that are not strictly humans out here. Uh, if your travels take you south, I, I must warn you that it is very dangerous for anybody who is not normative in this world. And <laughs> I would be glad to help. Daisy, lead the way. She takes a big whiff of the bonnet. And then you put it on her. We <laughs> put it on her. Yep. <laughs> That's good. Equip bonnet. It's canon. Stormak gives a, a very polite uh, nod to the tall, bearded woman, and he says, Beautiful beard, ma'am. <laughs> oh, wow, thank you. Uh, so, you go give me survival checks. Flora got shit. Uh, Sid is going to use his Diviner's Fortune to give a little boost to uh, Daisy. It's 11 for Flora. Daisy? What what kind of boost does that give me? How much does that give me? It's a plus one. Okay. 
to one of the divers' head. Mm-hmm. So, she has plus four survival when tracking by scent. Is that in addition to the plus two that she already has? Or does it just replace it? In addition. Oh, nice. 25. All right. Well, all of you actually are able to pick up on tracks leading off into sort of wooded area uh, to the west. It gets a little harder as you go on uh, to follow them, uh, but Daisy is like right on the trail and seems to know exactly where she's going. Uh, runs for about like half a mile as it heads down into a sort of boggy river valley. If there are any particularly pretty flowers, Sid is going to pluck one. And for the record, we left Kendra and River back with the wagons. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't see Kendra as one of the truck to the mud. And yeah, it is starting to get muddier and muddier as Daisy continues on. Some of it's just like water up past your ankles. Give me a survival checks again. Want to give another plus uh, one to Daisy? 20 for Stormac this time. I'm going to say a quick prayer to Phrasma and get myself a plus one on this check. Uh, not that I'm going to beat a 20, probably. That's a 22 for Daisy. Oof. Glad I gave myself that plus one. That's a five. Hey, we tied. All right. Stormac, Daisy. The tracks lead into a shallow bog, and uh, it is kind of hard to follow them. Daisy's still on the track with her scent. Stormac is even able to uh, stay on track. Even though Daisy's in the lead, he's like, I could have followed this without her. (laughs) Yeah, it has like high reeds, like six to eight feet high. Wow. Sticking up out of the water here and there and mud banks that you can like kind of hop from bank to bank. But it's a lot of mud and like four feet of water at some places. Uh, that might be over my head, even like on Daisy. Oh, I'm sorry. One foot of water. That's <laughs> much better. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's about like a foot or so deep. But so it's essentially difficult terrain. Have I found any pretty flowers yet? Yeah, so you do start to see these flowers that are gray in color. Gray? Like all the prettiest flowers are. <laughs> I like gray. Just odd, dark, matte gray. Um, that kind of look like daisies otherwise. Those start to pop up everywhere. I wonder if there's a flower named Stormac. <laughs> Can I get like a knowledge of nature on these things? The flowers? Sure. Oof. Man, you have been rolling terrible. I'm getting all the bricks out now. Yeah, um, you don't actually remember a flower like this or learning about one. All right, guys, they're safe to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And it's getting dark now, the further you go. It's probably almost going on like two hours of following this trail. And luckily, Daisy and Stormac are still on it as we come to a new map. This map is completely black, and I can only see my token at the bottom. Oh yeah, because I made it nighttime. <laughs> I would assume somebody has cast lights if it started to get that dark. Yeah, 
Like on Flora's lance, I imagine. I think that's our usual MO is we just put light on Flora. In the dark before the light is cast, Stormak looks at Ozil and rolls his eyes and points at the other two and says, No dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that would play out narratively that we just decided to walk in the dark until it was pitch black. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, I guess we can cast light now. <laughs> hey, that's what the map shows. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't have happened, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. You would have cast it at the appropriate time. The trail is leading north on this map. Then we go north. As you go north a bit, you're starting to approach this clearing, this boggy clearing, and you hear a faint female scream to the north. Faint? Help! Help! We move more quickly. Stormak readies his spear. Yeah. Seldom, if ever, used spear. Flora's ready with her lance, already on top of Daisy. Sid. Sid is going to cast a gravity bow. All right. Yeah, you hear it again. Help me! From the north, across the other side of this bog. How how deep is this bog right here? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, it's like like a foot of water. So it's difficult terrain. Two squares of movement. No charging. Yeah. Acrobatics DCs increased by two. No five foot steps. S- Stormac moves in. It's a lot of fucking spider webs around this place, though. I'll say that much. Yeah, the shore of this bog is lined with spider webs, but uh, Stormac eerie. and the rest of the party moves in. Yeah, you hear hear, hear the screams for help from to the north. Stick together, everyone. Yeah, Flora's gonna knowing that she cannot. Realizing, as she submerges into the water, on top of Daisy, seeing Daisy sort of, like, slop through the mud, notices that she's probably not going to be able to charge, swaps out her lance, or her sling staff. Alright. We really gotta get you a better secondary weapon, like... Dude, this one's great! Sling staff is just, um, I mean, okay. Let her add her strength bonus to it. It's a d6! Okay. Yeah, but... I mean, your charge is like 5d6 plus whatever. I mean, it's great. I mean, yeah, it's great, but when when I can actually charge. <laughs> yeah, John just likes putting us in locations where we can't charge. Exactly. Voila, this giant spider well covered bog. Yeah. Flora's mm-hmm. halfling sling staff is, is pretty sweet. It's a ranged weapon and a bludgeoning weapon. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, it's not the best weapon, but it's a good substitute for, for the reach lance. Anyway, we move further in across this bog. I think I see something on the other side. And then you hear it. Help me! Help me! Where are you? Down to the southwest. Wait, what? Southwest? Like the, where it's coming from moves? Uh-huh. Hmm. Do we see anything? You don't, uh, but it's from off in the trees. Flora will shout, where are you? What was the girl's name? Elise. Alright, Stormac will move in that direction. Southwest. With his spear, he'll push those spider webs aside. And then you hear... From the east. Uh, Flora will use her danger ward and uh, give be like, it's there's, there's something wrong. It's fucking with our minds. And uh, give everybody... <laughs> we'll save stuff. Elise, are you out there? 
Help! Hurry! To the northeast. Everyone stick close. This might be a ruse. Well, it seems like we can't move fast enough to get to the source of the cries for help. Um, so that confuses Stormac, makes him start to think of the story he once read. Does, does this ring a bell? S- some sort of weird monster that, you know, can do ventriloquism or something like that? No, it doesn't exactly. I watched Sidriel do it a few episodes ago. With the ghost sound, everybody get closer together. Yes, yeah, stay together. And like, back, back to back. As Stormak is thinking if he's ever heard of anything like this, something happens. Maybe you turn around to say something to the rest of the group, and then they see behind Stormak. Oh, God damn it! Just phasing into existence. A massive... Bigger than a horse. Spider. Mm. Why is it blue? Yeah, it's not good. It's creepy. Yeah, it's blue and white and has, like, glowing eyes. And it just, like, you can see its body, like, materialize in an instant and reach out to bite Stormak. Let's roll for initiative. Oh, shit. All right. Everyone to stay together, but no. Crazy, weirded fucking spider comes out of nowhere. Dormac turns, looks back at the party, holds his hands out by his side like John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Is there something behind me? Is there something on my face? Is there, is there something behind me? Yeah, there's like pointing and gawking like, oh. Flora got a 12. 15 for Ozil. Oh, 8 for Stormak. That's a 2 on the die for an Yikes. 8. What is it? Um, I know there's spider webs all around here. Probably going to be a spider somewhere, but what? It's a 17%. 15. Alright. So, it's going to get a surprise round, which Sidril can act in, but it first has a... 26 to hit Stormax AC with a bite. Congrats. Good for you. (laughs) That's 12 damage. And a fortitude save, please. That's a natural one for a seven. All right. You might make it. (laughs) You might just. (laughs) I don't think so. Plus three racial bonus against poison spells and spell-like abilities. So, that would be a ten if it's poison. I feel like it's poison. This thing comes down on your shoulders, and you see this, like, almost glowing blue stuff spreading through your veins. And it immediately starts to make you feel bad. Oh, that's not good. Was that fortitude? Uh, uh, That doesn't look good, buddy. (laughs) Yes, fortitude. God damn it, I'm always picking the wrong fucking save. It's two constitution damage. And it gets an attempt to grab you. Uh, That's a 19. Nope. Oh, wait. For grapple, it's actually four more. He's a plus 12 CMB, but he has a plus 16 grapple. He rolls seven. Uh, it's a 23. My flat-footed CMD is 24. Nice. All right, no graps. 
No grabs. <laughs> but he bites you. You see the poison visibly coursing through Stormax's veins, like down his shoulder, in his arm. And then it, with heavy slapping into the water and the mud, just doof, 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 runs around the side of Stormax and begins charging, not mechanically, but charging towards Sidriel. And then... What? Like, starting at it, the front of its body and going to the back, it just... Disappears. Um, as it moves, mm-hmm. I think it provokes an AOO from old Stormak. You're surprised. Yeah, uh, flat-footed, you don't get the AOO. Combat Reflexes says that I do. Oh, yeah? Ooh, sucks to suck. Yeah, take that AOO. Alright, so I got the spear in hand. Um, this is not panther style, so I'm not required to do unarmed strikes. Let's use this spear in melee. Uh, that's a natural 20 with a... There we go. Uh, 22 to confirm the crit. Oh, nice, buddy. Ho, 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 dang. Does that confirm? That confirms. Nice! Well, it didn't. There's no way I'm hitting it. That's a total of 25 damage. Get it. Damn. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, damn. Right off the bat. That's what they used to call me back in Yenderhof. Sweet AOO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sweet AO. So, right before its uh, big spider butt disappears, <laughs> you manage to crack through part of its exoskeleton with a really good hit in a spider butt as it runs past you. Uh, but then even that disappears and the splashing from the fat spider legs is gone. And Sidriel... Did my 29 knowledge arcana give me anything? Like, maybe what kind of spider could phase out of existence? Yes. uh, Oh, I see what he's doing there. You've read about these things. You think it is a phase spider. Weird. (laughs) Weird. (laughs) I guess that makes sense. You were hitting at it pretty hard. (laughs) Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean, Sidriel? Uh, how many things do I get with the 29? Uh, with 29, you'd know about it's, uh, Venom that does constitution damage. Uh, you know that it can ethereally jaunt from the ethereal plane to the material plane. What does, what does that mean? So it can phase into another plane, so, you know, into the ethereal plane and not be on this plane anymore, like, at will. At will? Uh, Well, how are we ever gonna fucking kill it? (laughs) <laughs> gonna be a bit of a stickler about the at will thing. I mean, I guess it is at will, but can it move and phase back to the ethereal plane on the same? Yes. Because did it attack and then use its move action to move? Yes. And then doesn't it can do it as it a free required. action to one to way come here, and then as a move action or as part of a move action to go back. Oh, son of a bitch! 
I was hoping. Well, thought I knew stuff about face spiders. Sons of bitches. They have an ability that ethereal ambush that lets them attack foes on the, on the material plane in a surprise round and take a full round of actions if it begins combat by phasing into the material plane. Fair enough. Which it, what, did? Yeah, so it got a... It attacked and, and moved. And then, you know, and phased. Yeek. This is gonna be like a whole fucking blink scenario, isn't it? Ugh, man. Okay. Alright. I don't know what that all means, but... It means ready a bunch of attacks. Uh, um, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Sidriel gets a surprise round. Yeah. Um, Sid is going to cast Vanish. Okay. I disappear for up to four rounds. All right. What does that mean? It means I'm invisible for four rounds. Dear God. So the spider vanishes. And then Sidriel vanishes. <laughs> Later, guys. Boop. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So now we'll be at the top of round one with the spider. Ozel, you see the spider just, like, run past you and disappear right before your face. And then from behind you, it phases in and attacks. That's a 17 to hit. Hold on, let me put my fucking chain mail back on that I didn't have on because we were sleeping last time, but I do have it on now. Uh, 17's gonna play. It'll hit? Yep. All right. That is my AC. Congratulations. You figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, please take 15 damage and give me a fortitude save, please. Fortitude save coming up. Ooh, that is also a natural one. Oh, no. All right. As you feel this poison coursing through your veins, you take two constitution damage. And a 30 to grapple you. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's fucking Father Ozel, bro. I mean, just kill him if you want to kill him. Do it. Do it. So he, he wraps, like, three or four of his front giant, slimy, white, and blue spider legs around you. And you guys see him become engulfed in legs. Lots legs. But then it phases out of existence, and Ozil, you don't feel its cold embrace anymore. And then it's Sidriel's turn. Sidriel ready to shoot it when it comes to material again. Oh god, man, I am am really not looking hot right now. Oof. Alright, good luck, guys. Sidriel, you just stay there, ready in action. Father Ozil's up next. Father Ozil looks at the um, shit that is going on around him. Spider ran up to him, disappeared, disappeared behind him, took a big bite. He looks at his shoulder that is just coursing and pussing and turning, what, light blue. Just like, ugh. Oh, for asthma. I shall see you soon. Ugh. As he readies an action to hit, I guess. All right. Flora is up next. As a standard action, she's going to be like, wait, never mind, watch out for the poison, (laughs) and use her 
danger ward again, but this time for fortitude. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, Stormak. Oh, Daisy could ready an attack. Sure, Daisy's ready to bite if it gets close enough. Oh, uh, Stormak is up next. <clears throat> Stormak will move closer to the group. Um, I suppose he'll he'll be now adjacent to Ozil. That's 15 feet of movement, but it costs him 30 feet of movement. And then he will ready. Uh, he, he will uh, have that spear um, <clears throat> raised and ready should that thing become visible. Got a readied action to spear it. You're all standing there waiting to smash this thing when it shows up. Daisy and Sidriel would be the only ones, I think, that actually get it as he shows up behind Flora and attacks. Uh, that's going to give me a shot, and I'm invisible when this uh, shot goes off, so it is denied its dexterity bonus to AC. Cool. Oh, yeah. 19 on the die for a uh, 27 to hit. That'll hit. For 10 points of bow and point damage. All right. And Flora, Daisy, I mean, also gets an attack. Uh, Daisy got a 14 for a 21 to hit. Yes, ma'am. Okay. And so that is a 11 damage from her bite. All right. Daisy's not allowed to bite things anymore. Nope. She will bite everything you put close enough to bite. (laughs) All right. It attacks Flora uh, for a 20 to hit. Yes. Uh, That is 11 damage and a fortitude save, please. Okay. Damn, she's got plus six fortitude. Nice. Um, So that's 15. Okay. Please take... Two constitution damage. Can I re-roll that because I gave everybody danger roll? Danger ward? Uh, does it count for you two? Yeah. Then yeah. Ah, 20 plus 6. That's a 26. Nice. Unfortunately, a natural 20 means automatic failure. That's a bullshit and you (laughs) know it. Uh, yeah. You're all right. Do not take two constitution damage. <laughs> Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> Gimme. Give Gimme give my two hundred dollars. And wow it phases back out of existence. Sidril, you're up next. Uh, Sid's gonna move into the center of the group. Right there. And ready another action to shoot it when it materializes. All right. Ozil. All right. Father Ozil. Father Ozil is not looking so hot right now. He needs a little uh, hit point injection or he may or may not go down. He's going to reach out and grasp his holy symbol and say, Oh, Phrasma, please bless us to conquer this spider. And I'm going to uh, channel positive energy? like is the best idea. Channel positive energy. Do it. Boom. 
Seven hit points for everybody. That'll help me a lot. Holy shit. That helps Flora, too. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Do I... What's the what's the poison in his shoulder look like? Bad? Not good. Um, give me a constitution save. Well, that's not good. Okay, constitution save. Coming at you. Oh, that's not too bad. Uh, what's my fort? What is my fort? Uh, it's a 15 on the die. For a 19. There you go. Cool. Yeah, you still see it coursing through your veins. You don't take any more damage. Okay, good, because that constitution damage really took a chunk out of my hit points. Uh, not stoked. Flora, what's up next? No sign of this thing. Flora's gonna, like, just try to do, like, back-to-back with everybody and be as close as, as she can, but also ready to attack. Protect me, minions! Oh, or leave the flank open. Oh, you want me to be there? No, go wherever you want. I'll just be a jackass. I just wanted to be close. I just wa- That makes more sense. I'm going to be... That yes. makes the most sense. I'm going to be there. Right now, we're in a zigzag formation for the listener. And, you know, if something pops up, I feel like one of us can defend the zigzag flank. I like it. It's actually a pretty smart formation. Okay, this is what we're doing. She's standing right next to Sidriel. Diagonal to Ozil and across the group from Stormak. And she is ready, and Daisy is ready, and we are ready. That is one way to describe it, but okay. <laughs> you are to the north of Sidril. Yes. Sidril is to the east of Ozil, and Ozil is to the north of Stormak. Perfect. In a zigzag formation. Lightning bolt. Stormak, I might have missed... Constitution check for you. Um, but you uh, I think this is still round one. Uh, this is round two. Surprise round it attacked you. And then round one. Round one I readied an action which I didn't get to do. So I'll give you that fort save. Um, here it is. Another natural one. But I've got Flora's. Oh my gosh! Yeah, re-roll that. Ward, so I'm gonna <laughs> re-roll that. Um, round one, fort save. That's gonna be a twenty-one total. Okay. Nice. And then <clears throat> now you're saying that it's round two. Yes. So round two, fort save. Yes, please. Here it is. Seventeen. Okay. And does that danger ward, uh, that's a one-time use? Um, yeah. No, I think it's any... Let me hold on. Let me read it again. Yeah, I think once you use it, you expend it. Yeah, I thought you could re- re-roll re one time. any point in the next minute, when you fail a saving throw of that type, you can choose to re-roll the saving throw with plus four bonus as an immediate action. It doesn't say that you consume the use of it. It just says any point in the next minute. Oh, shit, yeah. So until round 10, we can keep re-rolling them saves. Yeah, and Fortitude was um, in round one as well, so... There you go. Um, John, is that okay? I don't like it. 
That's <laughs> <But> okay. <laughs> Alright, well then I will I will risk it. Um, I could roll worse than a 17, but um, well, with a plus 4 bonus and a plus 3 against poisons, as Stormak I see. Normally likes to throw in there. Well, Thanks for remembering. <laughs> um, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't throw it in there. <laughs> remember. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it says it on your rolls too. Um, but you're all right uh, with those. All right, they both pass. And uh, yeah, your shoulder stops hurting so much as. All right. Well, um, is the ready to action thing? Is that like phrasing? Um, if I, you know, say that I ready to throw it or stab it? Is that okay? Well, yeah, you gotta be specific of what you're ready. I I ready my spear to stab it or throw it wherever I find it whenever it appears. Is that... I covered the bases? No, I'm saying... You you have to ready a specific action. That's readying two different actions is what I'm saying. So you have to pick one. Um... I can't just, like, ready to attack it with my spear, period. I feel like that's a whole different thing. Like, you, you're readying something, you're, like, holding it up, ready to throw it at a moment's notice. Well, I mean, so I'm thinking of, if I'm a spear fighter, I've got a shield in one hand, and I'm holding my spear in the other, I can do an underhand grip, or I can do an overhand grip. Both are melee ways to fight with a spear. If I elect the overhand grip, I could stab or throw with the same motion. Yeah, I'm picturing just his, devil's advocate. His, yeah, his, I, his I kind of agree with that near, too. Near his face, holding yep. the spear uh, hor- parallel to the ground, and should Thank it you. appear next to me, I stab it. Should it appear somewhere else, I throw it. Uh, yeah. I don't. No, yeah. that makes sense. Like, I, I think for Sid, it would be unfair to say like I'm going to ready to shoot it with my bow or to stab it with a dagger. But if I have a weapon that can be thrown and be melee, that seems reasonable. Well, think about the movie 300, when all those chiseled bods are just grinding against each other. <laughs> Guys, I, I think John's about to say yes. <laughs> oh, I am now. <laughs> I can't get past that. That's where my focus stops. And then, like, the guy is stabbing overhand and, like, throwing spears at the same time. Cocks are flying. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, where were we? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm what sorry. are we talking about? What, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Is that hot in here? Um, I think Stormac was describing the kill. Once again, Stormac readies his spear to attack the phase spider should it appear. Okay. And round three, spider appears next to Flora. Get it! And attacks, uh, but after readied actions go off. All right. Just gonna pile onto this thing. Flora swings her. Wait, yeah, swings her stick. For a natural 20 for a 29. Nice. Let me confirm. Get it. Possibly. Oh, Get it. Fell off my desk. Hold on. Oh, that did not confirm with a five. Correct. But I still hit it. So that's five damage from Flora. Cool, 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 cool. And then Daisy. A 22 from Daisy to hit. Thoughtful do. Nice. And that is... Sorry, no. 10 damage. 10 damage from Daisy. Awesome. Dear Lord. This thing's actually looking pretty fucked up. 
Uh, you guys have been laying into it every time it appears. So that was just Flora. Everyone else had ready to actions, too. Yep. Storm Mackie, when it goes, since we fought so hard for your spear throw. <laughs> yes, thanks. Here it is. Uh, ranged spear. Uh, that's a 22 to hit for 7 piercing damage. Yes, sir. Is that into melee as well? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I don't. I do not have a precise shot, so that's more like an 18. An 18. It's gonna hit. Oh, shit. Nice, buddy. <laughs> Spear throw. Yeah. Seven damage. Boom, boom, boom. He's just like reeling back and like kicking his legs and like. Rah! Oh, I was reeling back. We'll get one more shot into its thorax. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That is a 24 to hit. You were not kidding getting them out of there with their, uh, with your survival rolls. You were rolling rocks, buddy. Yeah, that's going to be 11 points of. My god. Piercing damage to the thorax. <laughs> yeah, I told you I had to get all the all the crap rolls out while we were looking for the lost girl. We don't care about her. <laughs> That's what we got Daisy and Stormac for. So this massive thing is reeling up and like screeching from all those attacks that it just took unexpectedly. I probably should have expected it. But your shot takes purchase. It had ten hit points left. It will technically not be dead, but it goes down with your cool description. I got a description. I reared back, I aim for the thorax, and just put it right in there, and all its face juices the cow. Yeah. Yeah, it's like glowing blue blood. And it falls back with a big splash into the foot of water, and curls its legs up in a ball. I like to add that it's like flickering in and out of existence, like a like a broken hologram. Yeah, that's a, that's pretty cool. Like staticky. I like that. Probably should have changed the phase juice about a thousand miles ago. Good <laughs> shot, Sidril. I'll just hope there's no more of those around. It's a good point. Everyone, stay close. Don't want to run into another one of those. Any sense of where the girl is? Well, there's a cave to the north. Stormac makes his way through the bog over to the phase spider corpse and retrieves his spear. Yeah, I'd like to gather up some of that phase juice. Yeah, what do we, uh, we see anything? Can we search it, maybe? Uh, actually, can we kill it, kill it, before we do that? Yes, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you just, like, kind of twist the spear as you're blowing it out. Yeah, you can let loose a little teeny screech and then go totally limp. So, with that big fat knowledge check on that spider, do I think it was responsible for the, uh, like, over here? The ghost Help sound? Me. Yeah. Can it cast spells? It cannot cast spells. But you feel like it could get to those different spots on the ethereal plane and phase in and. It's like smart enough to speak language. Your motherfucker speaks common. Yeah, I'm looking at its stat block right now. It's got a skill of perform ventriloquism at p- plus ten. Pretty nice. I'm just making. What is it? What does that even <laughs> mean? I love it. Ventriloquism. Look it up. No, but I mean like spell 
or uh, the ability perform ventriloquism. Isn't that like you're operating a fucking dummy? I, I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> oh. oh. Not actually. It's, okay. it's what, uh, what Bortwork does. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I bet that's a bard skill. I bet that's one of the performers. What do you think Fortorb does all day with yeah. the... Um, <laughs> Sorry, John. Didn't mean Marriott. to. Wreck the train. <laughs> Derail the... Um, so, Sidriel sounded like you were asking about harvesting venom. Um, I don't necessarily want the venom. I just want some of like phase juice. Like, I just want to gather up some of its weird glowy blue blood because I think it's neat. Yeah, you can do that. Phase juice. Um, it's like gross. Predator, wipe it on your clothes, uh, clothes yeah. in the dark. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know what kind of cool properties you could have, but I bet if I got into the college, they could tell me some cool stuff about it. And uh, yeah, there is like a little bit of an inlet into the rocks uh, to the north, a little cavish. Should we go find the sunken husk of this poor little girl? Yep. All right, lightning formation. <laughs> <laughs> Really like it was that. effective. Yeah. Hello, we're here to rescue you. Give me perception checks. Lightning 16. formation. No, that's square formation. Well, they, there's nowhere I can move that makes a lightning. E- equally as effective. I mean, unless I'm in the front, I'm not going to the front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, perception. That is a. A 17 for Flora. So a 15%. Oh, and a natural 4 for Daisy, but that's uh, still a 9. Is that including her sniffing her out? 19 for Ozil. I guess that would be 13 if it's sniffing. God, we're still not doing a lightning. Ozil, you're fucking it up. There we go. There we go. <laughs> this is the... Uh... Nailed it lateral lightning as opposed to vertical lightning <laughs> but I, I still like it we know what lightning formation is e- even if we uh, you know if I say it I'm like lightning formation people are like oh yeah yeah seemed like it worked out pretty fucking well I mean in that situation yeah yeah but it could work out it could be handy in other situations where we're trying to protect sigil and like y'all need to we don't need to be in square formation but we could be in lightning formation if we had kendra it would be super lightning formation super lightning by our powers combined i feel like it would work just saying something we should keep in the chamber (laughs) yeah it's gonna be our battle cry from now on and can I, I guess we'll wait for John to figure shit out. Uh, does anybody need any healing now that that thing's dead? Uh, not desperately, no. I'm gonna channel positive energy one more time because I almost did, fucking died. So, um, can I also have survival checks, please? Oh. Oh. All right. Well, that's ten healing for everybody. Thank you. Nice. Let's do that first. That is a twenty survival. Eleven survival. That gets me nothing. <laughs> Survival. That's <laughs> uh, a 15 for Flora. Do you want me to roll one for Daisy? Uh, sure. Also 15 for Flora. 17 for yeah. Daisy. Okay. So, DC 20. Sidriel notices on the side of this bog, uh, kind of mark through the mud, it looks like somebody was dragged. 
and if you follow it just a little bit, it comes to a half-submerged cocoon. We pull it out. Okay. Yeah, we rip it open. Right, you pull it out and rip into it, and you see the pale, lifeless face. Oh, no. Of a young woman that looks just like her two sisters back at the camp. That's terrible news. Now we splash some water on it to make sure she's not just paralyzed like Frodo. Yeah, <laughs> Frodo. In the Lord of the Rings. Should we bring her back? Probably. I mean, we may not want to carry her just right into the middle of the camp, but at least bring her back and let her know that, like, we found her. There's good news, bad news. Yeah. Good news is we found her. Stormak secures his spear and picks her up. Yeah, you pick up the body. You don't really find much else around here. There are, like, maybe a few torn articles of clothing like, lying around, evidence of it having killed other people in the past. No weapons or anything? Like, maybe it, it snagged a halfling or two in the past, and I can maybe finally get a small weapon of some description? Specifically a cavalier with a plus one lance. <laughs> if only we had gone through, like, two towns before we got it. <laughs> yeah, just buy one. Where we could have bought equipment. I've given you, like, a bazillion dollars. I need more, Johnny. I don't know where we would have found a blacksmith, though. There's just none on the road, so that must not exist. I'm saving my money for Lepidstadt. She's a she's a local shopper. Well, Sid will also take one of those pretty flowers back with her that we can put with her. He's going to be a softie about it. Oh, sugar. Nice. That's sweet. And, yeah, it's dark now. And the swamp is spooky. But you're able to make your way back with Elise's body and toe. Well, I hope it has all of her toes. <laughs> and toe, just her body and one toe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, as you come out of the swamp and you see the light from the Crooked Kin's campfire, I think that's where we're going to leave it off. Hmm. At least I, I feel better that we have her body. We got some Could good news. We got some bad news. I've done worse. Pack up my bones and hit the 
Let loose the phase juice. As Ozil always says.